News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the Standards in Public Office Commission has a toothless character. That is according to People Before Profit TD Paul Murphy, who was speaking after our state's ethics watchdog revealed it won't be investigating former junior minister Damien English over a 2008 planning application on his family home. And Paul joins us now alongside Barry Ward, Finnegale Senator and Shannon Spokesperson on Justice. Um, Paul, I, I remember speaking to you at the time uh, about what was going on with Damien English and indeed other uh, people who've been investigated or were to be investigated by SIPO and you were very keen that they would, would do their job it looks like they have done their job and said more or less nothing more needs to be done well they haven't <laughs> they, they're not investigating that's the problem they, they, to quote the, the letter the commission was of the view that the complaint was not of sufficient gravity to warrant uh, investigation um, so you have a situation where a minister was forced to resign back in January as a consequence of reports which started on the Ditch website saying that he had lied on a planning application by not disclosing the fact that he already owned a home in order to be able to get permission to build a new home, got permission on that basis. But connected to that, the house in question, which uh, he and his family hadn't lived in since 2010, uh, had was required to be declared on the Declaration of Members' Interests for the Dáil from that point. Um, you don't have to declare your primary residence, but other property that you have does have to be declared. And he didn't declare it for uh, 10 years. Uh, it seems to be quite an open and shut breach of the ethics in public office uh, legislation. Uh, there is a requirement for property be, to be declared so people can know what interests different TDs have. And yet, here we have Sippo saying, no, sorry, that isn't of sufficient gravity to investigate. I think that's that's a real problem when it's of sufficient gravity okay, for the resignation bring, of a minister. Let me bring in, in, in Barry here. Um, you heard what, what Paul had to say. Uh, toothless, um, nothing to see here is, is not good enough under these circumstances. Well, I think there are two issues here. The first is in relation to the complaint that Paul made in relation to Damien English. And the difficulty here is that Paul doesn't like the answer. It's nothing to do with the powers of SIPO or otherwise. SIPO did look at this and they decided there wasn't anything to be investigated. They decided they didn't need to investigate it. And the reason that we have organisations, agencies like SIPO is that they're independent of politics, they're independent of the individuals, and they're not going to be using this to score political points the way Paul is. And that's why they're very, very important. Um, but the other issue is about the powers of SIPO. And actually... Uh, Paul is following the government in this regard because it's in the programme for government that we would increase the powers for SIPO. That's something that is government policy. There is a bill in preparation at the moment and and the Department of Finance has already said that they're going to do that work expecting the publication of that bill this year. But again, the reason that we need that is to ensure that there are changes and updates in the law in relation to ethics. But there should be no absolutely no concern and absolutely no confusion about this. The decision that SIPO made has nothing to do with its powers. It did examine the complaint that Paul made and it made a decision that it didn't need to investigate this. It's nothing to do with its powers. So there are two separate issues there and I think we need to step back from the, the I suppose, the, the political point scoring that's really involved in this. Okay, so Paul, the nothing to see here. They did look into it and decided that they didn't have to go any further with it. You just don't like the answer and you're also pushing an open door because their powers are to be increased anyway. Well, uh, it's true I don't like uh, the answer, but I also don't like the process by which the answer is arrived at. Um, SIPO makes this decision and that is final. They decide not to investigate. There's no appeals process unless you seek a judicial uh, review. That's the only outcome. That's the only recourse you have. Are you going to do you that? Have, 
Um, probably not in this case. I'm currently seeking a judicial review in relation to uh, a case I took in, or a, a complaint I made about Leo Varadkar. So we'll see how, how that goes um, and then decide what happens on this rather than running two concurrently. Um, but th- there is a problem here whereby it, it seems, for example, that Damien English made certain assertions to Zippo. We don't know if they investigated those uh, assertions. They certainly didn't come back to me to, with a response to respond to any of those things. So there is that's one of the things that need to be reformed about Zippo is the way in which these preliminary decisions are made okay. with no can possible I, can basis Can I just ask you, appeal. Paul, Damien English has resigned as minister. Like what kind of what kind of sort of punishment or penalty do you want for the man? Do you want oh. him in the public stocks? I mean, he's, he's lost no, his position yeah, yeah, what, over what, this. Is that not, uh, is that not fair enough and, and enough? What, what I think we need to have in these situations is to have investigations and published reports. So then the public can make up their own mind. Um, I, I'm not particularly calling for. So you think every complaint needs like to that. be investigated, even if I think every, even if Sippo thinks, well, already the person has resigned, so really doing more than that at this point is kind of pointless. Yes, I do, um, because I think the public has a right to then make a judgment at the next election as to whether they want to re-elect people or not, in the knowledge that Sippo has made this or that fi- finding about someone. I mean, that is one of the things about Sippo that needs about the powers of Sippo that needs to be reformed. Is, for example, once TDs are no longer TDs, they're out the gate. Sippo has no power to investigate them. That okay. needs to be changed. Sippo needs to be well. Given it looks the like that, that may be changed. Can I just themselves. ask you if you really feel this strongly? Why not run two judicial review? Why not run multiple judicial reviews at the same time? about other uh, politicians who you oppose? Because it could cost tens of thousands of euros and I don't have tens of thousands of euros sitting around um, to, to do that. Okay. Um, so that's a problem. Okay. Uh, Barry, is that fair enough that that, that what Paul is just saying that he, does, he doesn't simply can't finance uh, the... No. the um, what Paul seems to want to do is to make a complaint then when he gets an answer he doesn't want to be able to continue to trundle that on and second guess what SIPO has. And as I said, the whole idea of having an agency like SIPO is that they are independent people who are professionals and know what they're doing. And they're not there to be second guessed by the likes of Paul Murphy who want to constantly trundle this matter on. But the other thing about this is this is very much part of a narrative that Paul pushes for a long time, that there's great endemic corruption in Irish politics. And that is not only not true, but verifiably untrue. Because if you look at any metric that measures corruption or transparency uh, in Irish politics made by international organisations, again, that are independent, we're in the top 10 and the top uh, five of most of them. So people need to understand that there is not corruption in Irish politics. Of course, there are instances and of course they should be rooted out and people should be punished for them. But people should be reassured that actually we have a policy in Ireland that is okay. is not corrupt, is transparent and is very I'm going fair. to give the last word to you, Paul Murphy. Is this just sour grapes on your part? No, it's not. But pe- people have the right to continue to believe that it was wrong what happened in terms of Damien English, that he was right to resign. What we're saying is that you can't not sure keep Barry Ward Pam in a array to serve your own agenda, Paul. But, but, but I don't know, how many ministers has this government lost as a result of breaches of ethics You mean how many ministers have been accountable have, for mistakes that have been made, have, who have, have taken been, have responsibility been, have for mistakes that have been made? Have been forced to resign. So the that's, idea, that's I, a I totally don't, different you, you, issue. Can I, can I, you made the claim that I say that this country is endemically corrupt. I, I, I haven't made that claim. I'd like you to prove me making that claim. But you respond then by saying, you respond to an exaggerated claim that I haven't made to say there's no corruption. There is corruption in this state. Did you say there was no corruption? I 
said that people can rely on the fact that Irish politics is not corrupt generally and is transparent. And there are international agencies saying that, not me. People at Transparency International say that. Why has the government lost, what, four, five, six Because they're accountable. Because they're accountable, Paul. Because when issues occur, and I'm not saying saying issues don't occur. Gentlemen, we will have to leave it there. But I appreciate both of you coming on and speaking to us this morning. Thank you both very much. That is Paul Murphy, their People Before Profit, TD and Fine Gael Senator and Shannon Spokesperson on Justice, uh, Barry Ward. Let us know what they're what you think this morning on all of that. Do you think that corruption is an issue here? Do you think that sometimes these are just political pot shots being fired at each other? But let us know. 87 106 is the WhatsApp. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.